folks, and welcome to another Saturday morning Samo Flange. I'm Matt, and it's just me. I should mention that my good friend Benjamin is in the Australian outback, having a walkabout, you know. And when he gets back next year, uh, we're going to talk about his walkabout right now. He's telling me it's amazing. I love the man. I can't wait to hear from him. Uh, but he won't be here uh, for a few weeks, and that's why I wasn't here last week. Um, I was going to cover the Santa Bowl anyway, but he's been gone. He's been there for a whole month, all for December. And uh, it is getting close to Christmas. And there's one that we wanted to do. It was We talked about top five Christmas songs that we loved. And we wanted to do one that we hated. But he said, no, nah, that's too mean. I said, yeah. And he didn't think he could come up with five. I did. But that's not all I want to do since it's just me. And, you know, me going 30 minutes is kind of hard. I combine this with one that we were going to do. We just didn't get him into the recording studio in time. He just couldn't make it uh, before he left. But it was like uh, top five Christmas traditions. Um, so that's my main one. But let me go about five songs. That, and these are not in any order. These are five Christmas songs I hate. Um, folks, we're talking about songs we love. You gave me some of your songs that you love. That was awesome. And I want to talk about there are five songs. I, whenever they come on, I will hit skip every time. I will turn off the radio. I don't want to hear them. I hate them. And some people are like, well, Matt, is it these ones that come on all the time? Yes, but it's just songs I just don't generally like. Like, a lot of people don't like Mariah Carey. I don't mind Mariah Carey. Yes, they play Mariah Carey you know, ad nauseum, you know, around the holidays, but I don't mind her. There's some other artists and songs that are, yeah, you know, I can only take Silent Night so much or, or a Winter Wonderland, no, no, White Christmas so much, but um, there's a few songs I'm like, yuck, vomit, all over the place, I never want to hear this. If I never heard the song again, I'd be a happy man. And two of them are the same song, I found out, but sung by different artists. <laughs> so this is kind of fun. So that's what the first, uh, not half is going to be. This is going to be a short one here. Um, I'll just go at the top here. Uh, it is Santa Claus is Coming to Town. There are two people that sing this that absolutely despise the Jackson 5. I hate the Jackson 5 version. It is on every Christmas mix. If you tell your Echo or your, you know, your Siri or whatever to play Christmas music, almost immediately this is the first song that comes on. Every time when I play my Echo, when I play Christmas music, there's the first one that comes on, and I say, Echo Skip. Of course, I say the name, but if you have one, I don't want it to go off right now. Um, I, I cannot stand it. I do not like it, you know. And, uh, you know, I, not nothing against the Jackson 5, but that song, is I just don't like it. I just do not like that song. I like the regular version of Santa Claus Coming to Town, but the Jackson 5 version is... Gag me with a fork, spoon, and knife. I cannot take it. I cannot, and it's on every mix. Every time, it's the first song, usually. All right, second, Santa Claus is coming to town. Because my my workmate, when I was writing these out, because we were listening to the radio, I was like, oh, I hate this one. I hate that one, too. I hate that one. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I told her about this podcast where I do top five. And I said, oh, if I need had one more. And she said, ooh, you know what I don't like? And she said, Santa Claus is coming to town by Bruce Springsteen. I was like, oh! <laughs> that was the other one. I despise. Now, Bruce Springsteen, as an artist, is completely fine. But I despise his, you know, starting off the piano, it's, it's recorded live. Hey, everybody. You know, Santa Claus, you better watch out. I do, I despise that one too. I cannot, again, Bruce Springsteen, good artist. Boy, that is a terrible song. It drives me up the wall. I will go in. I, I like to skip or I will turn it off on the radio if it comes on. I cannot listen to it. My ears bleed, I think, when I hear that version. 
And when my coworker told me that, I was like, ha! And I started laughing. I said, that's it. Because she was agreeing with my, by the way, she agreed with my top, I had four at the time. She went, I hate all those songs too. She's like, Matt, I mean, exactly. If I'm thinking about, you know, my top five. She, my other one I would add is she said, is Bruce Springsteen, Santa Claus is coming to town. I was like, holy crow, that would be my fifth one. Now, I don't have any dishonorable mentions. I don't. I do agree certain songs are played over and over again. But I, the, the top five that I just do not like, I think there are five that I will not listen to anymore. And that uh, those two versions of Santa Claus is coming to town, blah, 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 terrible, terrible. Um. So anyway, uh, moving on. No more Santa Claus is coming to town. Uh, bu- 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 bu. I thought these were the same. No, these are all different. Okay, so another one. My third one I hate. Donny Hathaway, This Christmas. This Christmas will be a very merry Christmas for me. I don't like it. For some reason, it doesn't sound like Christmas. It just sounds, it, it feels like you're car sick on a long trip. When you're listening, I get car sick. When I listen to this song, uh, here's the deal. I also love Motown. I don't know if anyone, I, I think a few of you know this. Um, for work, I did a Motown quiz because there's a lot of Motown songs I, I absolutely love. Um, but Motown Christmas, Donnie Hathaway, please stop. Please, and I guess Jackson 5 would be Motown Christmas too. Boy, I just, I don't know. There may be a Motown Christmas song I like, but Motown is not for Christmas, man. And this Christmas is awful. It is played all the time. Honestly, I feel physically sick. It just, oh, oh, my, oh, so bad, so bad, um, cannot stand it, never want to hear it again. Uh, the fourth one, making sure, all right, uh, it's Andy Williams, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Oh, there's a Senate Live uh, where Will Ferrell is singing that song on a spinning podium, and gets sick and starts throwing up or whatever, or tells he's getting sick. I always think of that when I hear that song now, and I think about getting sick and throwing up. I don't like that song. It is played all the time in the mall, in 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 stores, in grocery stores, and it just, I just, it's like screeching on the you know uh, the chalkboard, fingernails on a chalkboard. I'm like, ugh. I physically flinch and shudder. Um, openly when I hear that song in the month so awful cannot stand it and then the fifth one this may surprise people because I bet a lot of people like this um, Paul McCartney a Beatle right and, and even on his solo stuff he's got some good stuff but oh my goodness simply having a wonderful Christmas time I can't I can't if we were ranking these, would that be my number? I don't know. I hate all of these equally. No, I can't rank these. I hate all of these equally. That one is just, it's like the right, it's like a, it's a small world after all. It's just, it's just, um, it's just obnoxious to listen to. It's obnoxious. It's like listen to a little kid crying your ear for half an hour. And believe me, I definitely know what that's like. Definitely know what that's like. But the thing is, though, it's such an awful song. I cannot stand it. So there's there's the top five songs I do not like. Um, like I don't even want to listen to ever again. Listeners, I love your top five that you gave me of uh, songs you listen to, whether you text it to me or you put it in the comments. So again, I'm going to ask that you put those in the comments. What are five songs? Or if you can't name five, just a handful of them, or if you may move, name them all. What are the songs that bother you the most? 
one of the songs around Christmas time that you just absolutely cannot stand. All right. That's it. Moving on. Where are we? Eight minutes in. Not too shabby. There. All right. So this one I'm going to talk about. The top five Christmas traditions. This is different. I didn't rank them from my favorite. I ranked them from the shortest to the longest. Folks, the shortest is 15 years and the longest is 34. <laughs> um, so I have some long time Christmas traditions. Okay. Uh, one of these got dropped off and then picked up again later on. Uh, so, But I, I only counted the years where I actually did it. Um, this was not a hard list to come up with. When I originally told uh, Benjamin, I said, hey, before you leave, let's do this one. He was like, oh, yeah, good idea. And I wanted to rank it from the shortest tradition to the longest tradition, which is what I did here. Um, Benjamin, I think, was supposed to send me him, but uh, that dude's busy. I love him. He's having fun in Australia. Go for it. Uh, we'll pro probably call it Benjamin's Walkabout, part one and two. I bet he has a lot to talk about, too, and I can't wait for him to come back. But anyway, here we go. Here we go. Um, what are my top five Christmas traditions? Uh, number five, the shortest one for 15 years, was one I talked about last week, the Santa Bowl. The Santa Bowl was for 14 years straight. We took a nine-year hi uh, hiatus, came back for its final 15th year. Um, if it would have kept going, uh, what, nine more years would have put it in third place holy cow would have put it in third place um but unfortunately it did not so uh there you go uh, a good a good oh wait actually this one is off a little bit i need to make an adjustment here it would have tied it would have tied for another one never mind would have tied for another one so i would have had to which one would have been first ah, oh that's a hard to say i don't know i think i think it would have been third anyway uh either way though what else can I say about the Santa Ball that I didn't last week? Um, nothing. Nothing, really. Um, the Santa Ball is always fun. I'll always play. Honestly, honestly, at the beginning, it was fun winning. It was fun winning the first couple of years. And I'll be honest, after a while, and the dad, my dad always made calls to the youth. He's consistently done, except for the first year, because it was pretty close. But after that, dad started throwing you know bones to the youth every year to get them to win one. I get it. I think it should be more balanced. And I believe... When the youth finally won in 2008, I was happy. I was happy with their win. I wanted them to win. And uh, going from there, what, to 2008 to 2014, they won two more. They won three of those, and we won four. So it was actually pretty balanced in those last few years. And it was close. Uh, 2013 uh, was a close one, 14 to 6. In fact, we had two of those 14 to 6s where the youth just couldn't get going. Um and so it came within a touchdown uh, two years of that. So it was perfectly balanced back then. And, uh, you know, like I said, now, if, what if the youth go on a dynasty? You know, what if they dominate this next new era? I'm fine with that, man. I'm just happy to play. I'm just happy to play. That's all I am. Um, I love the tradition. I love that it's back. Like I said, I don't need to be flashy. I don't need to be a hero. I really need to get a sack. I really need to get in shape. <laughs> but uh, the Santa Bowl is always fun. My dad started this. He's always been a part of it. I am, as people know, didn't even know he was going to be around this year to do it. He is still refing at 72 years old, 72 and a half. Um, may he always ref this game. And as long as he can be a part of it, it is always wonderful. Uh, dad originally was going to be on the adults team in 2001. But when we all got there, we realized no one was going to ref. So dad took over ref duties, and dad's been ref ever since. And I thought this year, if uh, we didn't have enough refs and I was going to have 18 people show up, I thought that maybe I was going to take myself out and be a ref too. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so 
we had some fair reps, I want to say. Uh, one, unfortunately, there's some he, – he's kind of not respected by everyone. He's a friend of mine. I love him, but he dug his own hole. And so if, I think I know one or two refs were not happy to see him there because he's, kind of, he's kind of a jerk. And so they didn't listen to him a lot, and he got a little feisty too. And he wanted to he wanted to quit being a ref and join my team. I said, dude, you can't do that halfway through the game. It'll look biased. You know, he kept going, hey, man, I called that flag for y'all, but they didn't let me call. I said, dude, 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 thank you. But if it's real flagrant and flow, if not, please, you're, you're okay. You're okay, dude. Um, but there was some I, – I could, I could see some tenseness bringing him in. I probably shouldn't have brought him in. Um, but the rest of the refs I thought were very fair, and I thanked him, and I made a joke afterwards to tell him, I'm going to tell you tomorrow, uh, the next day, well, how many calls you blew and laugh. But, I mean, there's one guy who I wish he would ref again. He will not. He refuses to because he got yelled at, mainly by the youth, but he said the adults yelled at him. But um, either way, though, um, yeah, it's, it's such a fun game. Win or lose, I'm happy to show a good example of losing. You know, because I'll be honest, the youth showed up consistently and got their butts whooped for how many straight years? Uh, seven straight years before they finally got a win. And they kept showing up. You know, and I mean, so if the youth want to dominate us for another six years, I hope that doesn't happen. But if they do, I will show up every year and I'll shake their hand and congratulate them every year thereafter. Because it's about playing the game. And I love the tradition. I love, love, love that that tradition is back. All right. Number four has been around for 17 years. Wait, wait. No, that was his 17th. 14 years. Oh, no. It's been around for 17 years. Oh, no. This should be number five because we've been doing it for only 14. We only came the third year of it. Or 15. We've been doing it for 15 years. Oh, okay. So I'm still, as I say, it is 15 years, but just barely. It, it, it came a, a week earlier than the Santa Bowl. That's right. Because this one I thought was 14. It's 15 years. It's been around for 17, but we've been going for 15 years. And that is the Redneck Christmas Parade. Um, it is, uh, it, it, it takes place the first weekend in December. Santa Bowl takes place the second week in December. So both of those started, uh, back in the day. Am I right on this? Hold on. Something seems right. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Santa Bowl has a longer tradition, but the redneck has been consistent for 15 years. That's what it is. Um, and it, it was the first weekend. So, Ooh, I don't know. I'm about to flip a coin because the Santa Bowl started earlier, 2001. So never mind. making the switch. Sorry about that. Santa Bowl is number four. Redneck Christmas Parade would be actually number five. Because it started, it was newer. The Santa Bowl has been older, but they've both been around for 15 years for me. I will never, and I got to live stream it, and I think I may do that every year now. Um, I have a really cool idea for next year if we can do it. Uh, we want to be in the parade is what we want to do. Um, but um, you guys know I always film the Redneck Christmas Parade the past couple of years. I love it. I have the best time on it. I heard CNN did a news story on it this year, and uh, everyone was texting me on it uh, that was in the news. That's great. Redneck Christmas Parade is so much fun. I hate Christmas parades. I hate marching bands. I hate them throwing out candy. I don't want to be there. It's cold. I don't want to be there. It's awful. It sucks. The Redneck Christmas Parade, we were on their third annual. Their third annual is the first time we ever went. We discussed, We talked about that uh, this past uh, earlier this month. And... Uh, we have gone ever since. I will never, ever, ever, ever not miss one. In fact, I want to be in them, but unfortunately, I cannot rely on other people. I'm not trying to be ugly there. I relied on other people I should not have. So next year, regardless, I'm just going to pay for myself. I'm going to get in my car, get in my little car, 
and just throw stuff out. I'm not going to pull the trailer. I'm not going to do anything. I don't have a truck. I cannot. I will not rely on anyone with a truck unless they are deadlocked in for doing this with me. But I definitely want to be in it, just to be in it. If even if I'm riding a bicycle, you know, or rollerblading down there, or just marching down on my own uh, design, I will be in that play, uh, that that parade. Uh, Mikey from Saturday Morning Sam Flinch, uh, he he just went, you know, AWOL on me, and he knows he did. He knows he did. He called the blame on that. Uh, Mark never responded back to me, so I should have known. And then, of course, my nephew wimped out on me the last week of. So, did not do it. So sad. But next year, if it's just me, I'm going to do it. I'm, j- I'm just going to enter myself in, and if I don't have a truck, I'll walk or do something. I'll, you know, I'll do something. But anyway, I'll push a little little uh, wagon with my kids. Uh, but either way, we're, uh, wa- we're going to have a fun time. I'm going to be in it. Um, I love that parade. I think it's so much fun. We have a, such a great time. But I promise you, I say promise. No, this year, I'm not relying on anyone. 2024 is my year to be in that parade. I am going to be living the dream. All right, so number three, the third longest one, has been around for 24 years now. 24 years. 24 years. It is the movie The Grinch. I saw it when it first came out in the year 2000. I have watched it every year since then. It is my favorite Christmas movie of all time. There are a lot of Christmas movies I love. The Grinch is one of them. Now, um, I got to see it this year in theaters. You guys know I put a post up when we watched it earlier this uh, month with my girls. My girls loved it. I loved it. I did get a little teary-eyed, misty-eyed when I saw it on the theater again. I really wish my brother could have been with me. He was with me in the year 2000. I really wish Benjamin, with, with, what's with my list now? Um, I really wish Benjamin would have been with me. He was supposed to, but then, of course, he left early to Australia. My sister was supposed to go, but no one, again, depend on no one. Depend on no one to come. But I am super glad. I really, 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 really hope the Cinemark will bring it back in theaters again. Because I want to. I want to be a part of of another one of these. I think they are awesome. I think they're incredible. Um, and uh, I want to be, I want to come back in theaters. Sometimes they do, you know, maybe it'll skip a year, but if ever I find it back in theaters, I will go and I will see it again. It is always worth going to see in theaters. Like again, so wonderful. I got to share that moment with my little girls. Um, I'll be watching it every year regardless. But the thing is, I found new stuff in the movie this year that I had not known about before. Not known about before. For instance, um, when he goes boo and everyone gasps, you hear someone pass out. I did, I've never heard that before. Um, other things was uh, his school book. On his school book is written school stuff. And then it says, in case of fire, burn this book. So funny. Never noticed that on the small TV or you know, 64-inch TV. But noticed on the big screen. Uh, noticed background things. And the funniest thing, I've never noticed. You know, for the past 23 years or, you know, 24 years I've been watching it, never noticed it. There is a Christmas story inside joke in there, uh, uh, Easter egg, I never knew. The tripod that the Grinch is looking down at the Who's with, one of the legs is a mannequin leg with high heels and fishnet stockings, like the lamp. I've never seen a Christmas story, but I know the lamp. It's rifting the lamp. And I was like, because I looked at it, I was like, wait. Because now seeing it on big screen, I was looking at all the background. I was like, wait a minute. That tripod has, and I think the the leg is green because it's got to be Dr. Seuss. But that's a Christmas story joke. Instead of a lamp, it's a tripod. I laughed so hard, and no one knew in the theater what I was laughing at. My wife looked at me questioning, like, what are you laughing at? I was like, look, 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 
look at well he was he's calling out the who's i think during it or something and i was laughing everyone's laughing too but i told my wife i said look it's a christmas story thing and they never showed the tripod again i can't wait for benjamin to come back for me to tell him that easter egg i've never noticed it. if you have you're a better man than me. I just I just don't look at the details, but on the big screen, you can see all the details. And so I got to see all the details of the Grinch. It was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. They did a little uh, behind-the-scenes featurette before the movie started. I didn't know. The only thing I did not know was the dog was a stray that they brought in eight weeks before the filming, and they, they dog-trained him to be Max. So I never knew that. Um, I also noticed in, in the... Uh, um, uh, the end credits that, uh, and I should have known this, but uh, 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 Howard, uh, Ron Howard put his little girl, Bryce Howard, who, of course, Bryce Dallas Howard is a bit, you know, not big, but she was in Jurassic World and a few other movies now. But as a little girl, she was a who. Now, they say, it all it says is surprised who. Okay, that could be anyone, right? So, and I wasn't looking for her, and she was a little girl back then, but of course he put his kids as who's in there. Um, either way, though, some. Oh, the other thing I noticed. The other thing I noticed in the Congo line. You know, when they're when uh, Grinch is the cheermeister in the Congo line. I always looked at Jim Carrey as the Grinch, but in the line is Cindy Lou Who's dad, Lou Who, and that dude is hilarious. He is bob. He is like bobbleheading and making the ridic- most ridiculous face at the camera as he's doing the bobblehead, and it is so funny. I cackled at it. I have never noticed that before. So again. Oh, I'm so thankful that our Cinemark put this on the big screen because then I can notice the little differences and the stuff in the background. For some reason, there's a snowman eating a snowball in the background of one thing, which I thought was funny too. You know, set design people put little hidden Easter eggs in there all the time. If, if there are any more that I missed, please let me know next time I want to look for them. Um, but laugh the whole way through. My kids laugh too. Uh, just, just heartwarming. Absolutely love that tradition, The Grinch. Everyone has a movie tradition maybe. All right, uh, the next one. It's been 26 years. 26 years in the making. We all have an album. Maybe you do. I don't know. There is always one Christmas album that I, since 1997, so I think that's 26 years, since 1997 when I first got it, it has always been the very first thing. The very, when I listen, I do not listen to Christmas music until after Thanksgiving. And after Thanksgiving, when we're putting up the tree, when I'm, putting, when I'm decorating my apartment or when my wife and I were decorating the house, and now it's just me now because my wife says, screw that, I'm not decorating. And so she goes, she just runs off. Well, I watch the kids and decorate too. I don't know how that works, but it works. Um, so uh, uh, and I, I listened to Christmas in the Stars. In 1997, it came out on CD. Uh, my buddy Bruce told me about it. It came out at the same time as Shadows of the Empire. I bought them both, listened to them both, because I had to listen to Christmas. I never listened to it. And I said, hey, you know what? This will be my first Christmas album I'll listen to. So every year in my car, if I was going to work the next day, or if I was off and I put it in the CD player, and it was the first Christmas music I always listened to. Now, back in like 2001 or four or five, early 2000s, when eBay was brand new, I found it for a steal on Amazon. This is back when, I'm Amazon, eBay, eBay, eBay. The actual record. You know, it wasn't going for tons of money. I don't know if it's going for tons of money now, but I found it for a steal. I mean, I want to say like 20, 25 bucks or something. Maybe that's the price now. I don't know. But I was like, oh, yeah, I want it. So I got it. And I didn't have a record player, but my dad did. And I listened to that one. And then eventually I had a record player. Uh, my, uh, my wife bought me one during Christmas. And every, very early, it may have been my first Christmas present. And um, 
And so now I listen to it on vinyl. And I do it, it's the very first song I listen to every year when I decorate the tray. I put in Christmas in the Stars, and I will listen to it throughout the year as well. But as always, the first, everyone may have their first Christmas song or album they play. That is my first one. I play it every year. Now, I, I love records. I think Christmas records are the best. And I play Christmas records every freaking year. I love records. Rec- vinyl, I know people say, oh, vinyl's better than digital. I know digital's a clearer sound, but I like the sound of vinyl, especially at Christmas. Perry Cuomo's Christmas may be my favorite Christmas album, and I listen to that all the time. You better believe Perry Cuomo's getting played um, on Christmas Eve. I love it. But uh, I have Christmas, uh, Chipmunk's Christmas. I have a few other random Christmas albums, the Nutcracker. And we play everything, everything. Uh, it's uh, always record when it's just me around the house and the girl. We're not, we're not, have TVs on. Uh, very rarely the TV's off now. But when the TV's off and everyone's in bed, I will play an, a record and read a book or whatever and kind of relax. And I love it. So that's my traditional Christmas thing for 20, ever since I've had the CDF, that's the first thing I've always listened to. Honestly, here, here's a side thing. Every new car I get, the first thing I play in it is the Weezer Blue album. Because the very first car I got, I had a Weezer on tape. It was the first thing I played. And every year, every time I get a new car, which doesn't happen that often, but the first thing I make sure I play in it is Weezer's Blue album. All right. The longest tradition has been 34 years in the making. Almost got broken up one year because my mom wanted to stop the tradition. It's a family tradition. It usually happens the, the first week after Christmas, after Thanksgiving. My, when my parents put up the tree, we do a family Christmas tree decoration party. We get snick, snickities like it used to be bigger than it is, but we used to do, but we still do buffalo wings and pizza rolls. But we used to do mozzarella sticks, which I'm going to start bringing because I need to show up and bring some stuff. P, uh, potato skins and uh, well, egg rolls, you know, uh, the mini egg rolls. It's all the snack food and candy and, you know, all the Christmas, uh, Little Debbie Christmas treats and stuff. And then as kids, we used to decorate. And as we got older, the kids would decorate. But we still do it. My mom wanted to stop, I mean, probably a decade ago. She was not going to do it. And so we decided to show up and do it. Mom was not happy. But we decided to show up and do it. But, you know, she was just tired of doing it because it, ki- it wasn't the family anymore. It was now we were all moved out and married by then, and my mom wanted to stop it. She didn't want to do it anymore. Um, but we kept doing it, and now she's okay with it because it's another reason everyone can be together. Um, and we just eat snack food and have a good time and decorate the tree. Or I give the ornaments, and the ornaments go, Hey, Daddy, look, this is you as a baby, and this is your name as a little kid and stuff. And, you know, I let my kids hang pictures of me as a kid up there, and it's always fun. Um, but that's the longest one we've had. And uh, uh, there's some great stories from that one. Uh, probably that was the year everyone talks about this. I convinced someone who was not in our family who showed up. I did not like her at the time. I'm fine with her now. But uh, back then, I hated her, and she would not eat jalapeno chips because they were too hot. And I told her that jalapeno chips with M&Ms taste like Bailey's Irish cream. You say, Matt, that makes no sense. I know, but she believed me and ate tons of jalapeno chips, burning her mouth. And when she put peanuts, I mean, when she finally put the uh, uh, M&Ms, not peanut M&Ms, or maybe it was peanut M&Ms, in her mouth, she said, this doesn't taste like Bailey's ice cream. And I went, of course it doesn't. And everyone started laughing. And they still tell that story every year. Um, but that's a tradition we have not stopped. Now, one year, I will say this. Uh, we thought it'd be fun because the, the year that all my, my last two siblings got married, you know, mom and dad were empty nesters. I said, hey, wouldn't it be fun if we all just showed up that night and spent the night at mom's house for Christmas Eve? And it, back then, it was just me and my wife, uh, my, sister and I, my sister and her husband, and Caleb and his wife. But Caleb and his wife didn't want to do it. 
And so it was just the two of us. And so we told mom, surprise, we're spending the night. Mom was pissed. <laughs> she did not want people out of her house anymore. She didn't want to deal with people sleeping at the house, taking up the thing. She wanted the peace and quiet. So that's when we realized, no, mom's happy. Mom isn't a sad, empty nester. She wants everyone gone. But that was so funny because she was not happy with that surprise. She kept saying, well, I, I, I don't think I have towels. And I, I, the beds aren't really ready. And uh, I don't know. I, I don't have much for breakfast the next morning. I was like, Mom, chill. I don't know what we're going to eat. I don't I really have anything prepared. I said, Mom, we'll pick up pizza. It's fine. But she was not happy. And me and my sister still laugh about that today. So there you go. There is my top five longest traditions that I've had here. Is there any shorter ones? Not really. I've been thinking, is there other traditions? My wife and I usually together get together and uh, do an evening. We, we exchange gifts at night. We're the last ones to exchange gifts to each other at night. Not really a tradition. I don't consider that a tradition. Her family comes over every once in a while for uh, Christmas, but that's not really a tradition. Um, there's not really any other big traditions I can think about. Those are really the tops I can think about. Um, but again, let me know in the comments what traditions that you have. Um, do you have, I'm sure you have an annual movie. Maybe you have an annual song or something you listen to. Uh, maybe, and with our kids, I mean, we go, we go to the lights, we go visit lights, but that's not, I don't consider that tradition. As family traditions, uh, looking over family traditions with all of us. Oh, you know what? I should add this. I don't know how long it's been, but my wife always watches Frosty the Snowman, and the girls love watching Frosty, the old original cartoon. They love watch, watching Frosty the Snowman with her. But uh, with something with the kids, you know, when, when the oh, babies get older, I don't know. We may do our own little Christmas party, whatever. I don't know. I don't know. I'd like to start a tradition with the kids sooner rather than later uh, for them to have fond memories on. But anyway, so give me your top five uh, Christmas traditions, and I won't see you until uh, after Christmas. So everyone have a ho-ho-ho Merry Christmas, and we'll see you next time. Here we go. Last time before Christmas on a ho-ho-ho Saturday morning summer flange.